0: Hey there! Welcome to the Called Up Higher podcast, where we talk on and take our practical steps to reaching up higher and being all that God has called us to be. I am Evois. Let's get started. Who are you and what are you centered on? That's a question I've had to ask myself recently, and I've had to consciously remind myself of the answers to those questions. I recently faced a fork in the road, or let me say, an experience that I had with someone, and it just got me thinking. I had to ask myself questions—those questions, those particular questions—and you know what? Better time than now, when uh, we're almost literally forced to face and deal with ourselves, and also because I turn a year older today. So I did some introspection. In true a vast fashion uh, but before I dive into that let me share with you guys some of the detail of the experience that I had with this person and what led me to those questions I have this male friend who has been my friend for for quite some time now uh, he's married I know his wife and we've always had a cordial relationship that stemmed from us having a business one anyway we used to do business back together. Um, business together way back, and so this guy, who by his um curious and somewhat nosy nature, always concerns himself with my relationships. And by relationships, of course, I mean romantic relationships. And so he reaches out. I think in the second week of the lockdown, doing his basic checking in. But we hadn't spoken uh in a while before that call or that conversation and he comes with the assumptions how is your boyfriend where are you is your boyfriend doing this we really can't talk about a thing without him finding a way to somehow chipping oh you know something about a boyfriend can't your boyfriend do this for you or uh you know that kind of talk which i find unnecessary and invasive but because I know that's how he is, I just you know answer him whichever whichever way, or I let it slide. So this part this particular conversation we talk for about twenty minutes, and then the next morning he's calling me again. You know, funny enough, now that I think of it, it's the pattern with him and his friendship. He comes uh a little too much when he comes and then he lingers around for a bit then he's off so it's kind of like a seasonal friendship thing so he calls me the next day again with the boyfriend this and boyfriend that so i sort of have to you know at this point tell him that there's technically no boyfriend right now and you know it's all it's fine i don't even want to talk about that <laughs> then uh in the in the same conversation he goes on telling me how he's somehow always there for me when these when how did he even say it but what he he was insinuating or what he meant was that he's always here for me or he's always my friend when i'm out of a relationship or when these guys leave okay let me even say it how he said it he's like uh so these small boys, they break your heart. But me, I'm always here, you know. And I thought, okay. <laughs> Somewhat weird, but okay. And then, you, of course, I laughed my way out of that. Then he proceeds to ask me another <laughs> another funny question. He goes, um, if you meet someone who's probably way older, has a family, but not in the same town or country, you know, as, as, his family or like or maybe he even stays in a different city and then I stay in a different city but obviously someone he says someone who is financially stable someone who is older he kept (laughs) emphasizing on the age thing and that's all my needs and wants would be met so he was basically asking if I was open to such a relationship, which is like a sugar daddy thing. Let's be honest here. I chuckled and I said no, unless of course it wouldn't require anything of me. And by that, of course, I basically meant sex. <laughs> so this man laughs and says, "Of course, it would require that. Like that's that's like the the main thing that the person gets from it, and other than that, they're just giving and giving and giving." And that I'll be set up for life and blah, blah, blah. You know, so he goes, would you want to play? Mm-mm, mm-mm. In fact, he said this in Yoruba. He was like, show my sherry. <laughs> so I say no. <laughs> and explain that that just wasn't what I wanted. So I would not bother. No, he kept he kept saying, um, you know, before the real thing comes, before what you want comes. I'm like, what if I'm playing and then the real thing comes and I'm, you know, I get carried away we all know how forbidden fruits can be sweets <laughs> anyway of course i already knew my answer and i knew that there was no like there was nothing to bargain or talk about it was just yans basically he calls again the next day this is the third time he's calling in a row and he's calling at the same time every day he wakes me up in the morning calls me at noon or eleven ish i think that's he said that's his um lunch break or whatever anyway already he had told me he had a thing with someone at work by the way he somehow in one of those conversations he had just so he's in a temporary field because of the pandemic going on and then so it's like a camp in another state from where he he usually is you know so he had told me of how he has a fling with someone they're still in just in the talking stage and did he say he had kissed her i don't i don't remember i i honestly sometimes when i'm talking to this person i'm i'm listening but i'm not listening yeah that kind of thing so in this conversation we have he asks me if i wouldn't mind hopping on a plane to a city you know to the city where he is to join him at this camp for the rest of the isolation period now this is the very uncertain isolation period that we don't even know how long this thing is going to end this is someone that i haven't heard from in in years or maybe not years maybe a year or some months. but of course you understand me so i'm like well technically there are no flights available he's like oh no you get on a plane an executive flight from NAF base in lagos here in lagos in a here and that you know they would they would land at NAF base in the city where <laughs> I don't want to give too much details. Uh, anyway, so I will land at um, NAF base. By NAF I mean Air Force National Air Force, I believe, or Nigerian Air Force. Yeah, whichever one. NAF base in the city where he is, and then from there, of course, there'll be arrangements to get me to where he is. <laughs> needless to say that the sugar daddy arrangement he had proposed the other day of course that was just him presenting this whole request to me indirect indirectly and i had i had no clue i didn't even know so yes at this point he would later come out directly to say that um um what if he asks me to be his second wife (laughs) and i should say that throughout this conversation with this person like when he when he drops these things when he says these things i don't i don't let him know that "Mm, i don't even like that you're asking me this question in the first place i just i just go with the flow of the conversation you know so he's like um yes he has the capacity and blah 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 and i won't be a second wife per se i would just be another wife (laughs) lol Uh, of course i told him no (laughs) i don't even know why I'm, i'm bothering to emphasize that here and here's what happened next he didn't stop calling me the next day again he woke me up with his calls and messages now this time i didn't answer because i was honestly sleeping it's hard enough to go to bed in the morning and then someone is calling you that same morning when you you, you already set your mind that okay i'm I'm trying to get my night's sleep in the day when i wake up is my morning and then i wake up i get messages and calls from him and at that point i just remember that you know he had tried to set up such an arrangement with me before in the past calling taking me out and i just thought that was our platonic friendship he was in lagos at the time so it made sense you know he would assist me i don't i don't really remember the details of that time but of course there was nothing but when i figured that he was trying to propose something was um when i said i had a wedding out of town in Ibadan, i remember and you know he had said he was going to go with me and I think he, at this wedding period, he had gone out of town to a very far city. And he's, he had planned a trip back to Lagos. He flew back to Lagos, but he didn't go home. I was like, oh, okay. Okay, let's see where this is headed. Why didn't he go home? He's like, um, he well, he doesn't want to go home. It's just convenient for him. So this person had planned to follow me to, for my friend's wedding in Ibadan and somehow along the line i was like oh well okay if you wanna so he's like well aren't we going to lodge are you and i told him no i was planning to come back the same day because i don't know anyone anybody in Ibadan. you know i don't plan to um stay back in Ibadan, honestly and because i i knew i had heard that Ibadan was basically an highway i just thought okay you know what i can go on the day of the wedding and return on the day of the wedding, which was what I did by the way, anyway he he when I had his old um um what is it called hotel reservation plan, and that would chill and blah blah blah, I just knew something was off, so I went for this wedding myself, yeah, you know? so this time it was clear that um after he asked me this time, it was just clear that I needed to let him know that this wasn't going well with me. And I basically had to, you know, tell him that, in fact, the exact words I used were, you know what, I am not your candidate. (laughs) And I am sure deep down, you know, but this person being the way he is, he was like, "Ah, I don't understand you. (laughs) You know, so I told him. I said, I don't know why you bother to even try with me. I don't know why because you know that I am not your candidate. Deep down, somehow you have to know. You know, I also told him in this conversation, this very candid conversation I was having with him. Anyway, I was—I think I was having it with myself because he wasn't having any of the any of that. You know, I said uh, that I appreciated the friendship and you know we could keep that open if he so desired it to be so he gave me another arrogance and somewhat ignorant response and I, I just benched him at that point whatever benching means i'm not even sure but i know that i benched him <laughs> and the whole experience got me thinking about certain things one how i had given this person so much access to my life and information about me and two i would say would be the sequence and patterns that i was blind to you know somehow i was i don't know if i was blind or i let myself forget or ignore them but i was blind to them and then three would be um the three which is like the most striking thing ever was what about me made him think or even get so comfortable to think and present these things to me not once but twice now you know although the both um incidences were years apart but yeah trust me i found the answers real quick first boundaries there were no boundaries somehow i think i have a problem with boundaries once i love or once you are my friend once I've accepted you. That's it. So I'm like, oh arms wide open, hearts, you know, wide open. Forgetting that the Bible says to guard your heart. It's the same Bible or the same God that tells you to love your neighbor also tells you to guard your heart. Okay. And then secondly, um was um the fact that he had been doing these things and I I was just overlooking and just being subtle. And the truth is, once you notice that something isn't up to par with, you know, your standard, it's best to just call it out at that point. At the f- Like the f- very first time is the best time to handle it so that it, it never happens again. So, so whoever it is that you're dealing with knows your standard. They know that, okay, you're not going to have this kind of thing. And lastly, I wasn't clear on where I stood or if I was. I, I guess I didn't make it known enough. So basically I was sort of lukewarm. He'd say something and I'll chuckle even though it wasn't really fine by me and I had no reason to not express myself to this person. So I was lukewarm or I came across as lukewarm. Not hot, not cold. Ha. Lukewarm. <laughs> lukewarm is like not not a place that anyone wants to be. It's not it's not nice. It's not pretty. It's like um trying to be trying to please everybody trying to be everything to everybody Mm -hmm. i heard that today (laughs) of course i've heard it before but anyway i heard it today and i'm I'm saying it today (laughs) so i asked myself who are you avos who really who are you really uh what are you centered on and what is your identity so i went and answered the questions not like i didn't know these things already but i had to remind myself that i am light that i am a city set on the hill that cannot be hid that i am that one that god sees the 99 and he leaves them chasing after me and for that i am enough through christ i am enough everything good will come in fact everything good is here I just need to bask in it. You know, I am centered in Christ and God is with me. That was all. That was all that I needed to remind myself. So you listening to this, ask yourself these questions. Much needed, fundamental questions. Find your roots and I hope you find it in God, really. You know, answer the questions, remind yourself and make it loud enough so that your identity is not mistaken and so that you yourself do not forget what your identity is. And let me tell you what you are not, by the way, you are not your upbringing. You are not what you are right now that you cannot define. You are not um, a sum total of the negative things that people have done to you that you had no control over. What you have control over now is moving forward. You know, unlearning and dropping all of that garbage and filling yourself with what is true, what is noble. And if you don't stop to evaluate and clearly define who you are, not only will you fall for anything, you'll be so toxic to yourself even, you know. And then you'll be stuck thinking that everyone is the problem, but you are the problem. I'll leave you two um, very important tools that I think can help keep you reminded of who you are okay so first and most importantly would be god's word that's the only sure thing for us christians that's the only sure thing his word stands the bible says his word will not go back to him void so you need to find what it is that he says about you to you do you get like it's not just words that people say in the bible oh i am light i am this i am that no find it for yourself let it speak to you let it minister to you that you can you can relate and you can see yourself in that light you know you have to define it clearly ask him stay long enough in his presence and once you figure that out you have to keep reminding yourself daily and as you're reminding yourself you're reminding god of his word and once you tell god his word his word will not go back to him void that's one thing i know for sure okay that's on god's word and then the second thing is music yes music i like music a lot a whole lot and there's this debate of whether it's okay to listen to music that is not exactly um gospel but it's not vulgar and i'm like as far as you know i don't i don't know okay maybe i shouldn't go into that right now okay so back to <laughs> the context of music that we were talking about like music is such an important and diverse tool and it can speak to you in ways that even your own words may not be able to express so it's like someone else doing the work for you but it's still it's still having the effect I don't know if you understand me i'm not even sure i'm making sense at this point i'm enjoying talking and you know the solitude of this whole thing that i'm just i'm just going <laughs> with the flow so yes music is definitely worth exploring it would it would have you in sync with words that you may not be able to express you know it would be someone else's words connecting with your feelings with your emotions and with where you are your mind space yes So on that note, we have come to the end of today's episode. I hope this was really um, entertaining and, of course, educative and somewhat um, inspiring or whatever other word it is there is to use. Thank you so much for listening this long and yeah i will leave you with some music so um listen but again you can only hear the song if you are listening in on the anchor platform okay i just thought to add that again thank you so much listen enjoy till next time